You're listening to Somebody Had to Say It with Shar and Ashley, a weekly podcast where we discuss topics that are on your mind yet you might be afraid to speak on. New episodes air every Thursday. Hey, Bestie. Hey, girl. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Hanging in there. Um, I feel like the weather snapped and it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody said it was like the weather saw an NJ Trooper and literally went from 90 to 55. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, that's like I was like, I have no <laughs> shirts on my winter. I got like booty shorts out. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have a jacket, a sweater. I had to go in the attic trying to find my winter clothes like uh, just as a whole this morning i went out with no coat because i just don't have a coat out so i just i'm wearing like cozy socks with um those slides like that because i just do not have any shoes (laughs) yeah yeah that's so funny yeah so definitely (laughs) fall it's crazy how fast that like came i just felt like we were going to the beach and now it's cold so it is what it is fall always comes like so quickly it always sneaks up on me it really does. Like it starts getting dark earlier and then all of a sudden it's time for a jacket. <laughs> right. Um, did you do anything good this weekend? Yeah. Last weekend, um, I was really, really busy. We had a celebration of life for my uncle. Yes. Um, and then I had surprise parties. So I was just like, by Monday, I was ready to just lay down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you busy. I'm like, yes. I'm trying to think that I don't really, you know, I don't go places for, for our listeners. I don't leave the house because I have a baby and I'm scared of getting COVID. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, but we've been going out a little bit more. So we've been doing like outdoor things. Phil and I went on our first date like two weeks ago. We did outdoor dining. It was beautiful. Tonight we're actually going to do outdoor dining again. So we're just trying to get back out there. But we went to the park, but my weekends are just not that like exciting. So Mondays just feel like a Sunday. Right? <laughs> like I was just like, uh, this is a lot this weekend, but we know so many people having birthdays and stuff. So it's just a busy time. But this weekend, I'm going to be just catching my breath in the house, probably watching Nurse Ratched and um, <laughs> just relaxing. <laughs> yeah. So that's the best way to, to be. So um, this week's episode, let's get to it. So this episode is called Blank Check. And um, pretty much it's like, you know, do you think that people who have mental illnesses get a blank check to say or act however they want because they're technically sick? So, um, Shara, take it away. I think that, like, you know, this is a heavy one. I think mental illness runs rampant in in everyone's life any color, you know, mental illness is a human thing, right? And I think obviously some communities is talked about and, you know, expressed more. But nonetheless, if you know someone with a mental illness, it is hard being in a relationship with them. You have your lows and it can be really hard kind of moving forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Ashley. So um, as just for context for this episode, we didn't want to go into it without giving a little bit of background into one of the people that we're going to be talking about in this episode, Kanye West. So um, Kanye West um, was grown up, grew up with a lot of influences. 
And he was definitely indulged as a child, even before he was diagnosed as bipolar. He was definitely the apple of his mother, Donda's eye, and she definitely spoiled him greatly. And it was twofold to the point where, you know, it gave him extreme confidence. It gave him, you know, the push that he needed to make the music and do the creative things that he was put on this earth to do. But it also kind of set him back in the way that he just wasn't told no very often. Mm -hmm. Um, And Kanye is clinically um, diagnosed as bipolar. So a doctor has diagnosed him as bipolar. And we just want to put that out there in the beginning, kind of preface everything that we do understand he is suffering from a um, mental illness that is very all-encapsing and it's very uh, serious and it's very, very uh, difficult to live with even when you're in the best of therapies on your medication, doing everything you can as a person um, to to live with your diagnosis is very hard. And we, we understand that and we respect that. So we just want to put that at the top of the episode before we start to really get into what we think may be going on and other things that could be going on. Um, and kind of speculate and kind of get into this topic. We want to put that at the top there. Yeah, of course. Just because we understand, like, he's sick. At the end of the day, we don't want to be disrespectful. Mental illness is something that's close to my heart. It, you know, I have people in my family that suffer from things. So it's just like, I don't ever want to offend anyone. But at the end of the day, like, Kanye West is a celebrity, right? His life is in the public eye. And for me, like, you know, the tough thing with this whole, with his rants and when he has these outbursts that personally, I feel like it's so strategically timed. And I get that, like, being bipolar is high functioning. I'm not saying, like, you know, you can't have episodes while running a company and being, you know, high functioning. But at the same time, it just seems crazy that he just goes on these rants right when he's about to release an album or in conjunction with running for president when it's like okay is this a bipolar episode or are you trolling or do you like the negative attention or is it both how can we decipher like it it just it becomes difficult and I'm personally not a fan anymore just because of the things he said that again when is it blanketed by mental illness or when is this just you like are you just a bad person are you just a a rude person who knows Because you're yeah, and, you know, it's anybody who suffers from mental illness will tell you like every day is a decision to get out of bed and really try your best to be your best. Is he doing that is my question. I really mm-hmm. feel like as a father, as a husband, he's really just moving in a way that is not is not good for his family. And where do you draw that line to say, you know, I understand that you're suffering, but at the same time, the things that you shared about our personal life was highly disrespectful. Be disrespectful is an understatement. It's so damaging. Like you have a young daughter, you're talking about her sex tape. Like, what are you doing? Again, are you, we get you're mentally ill, but you have the wherewithal to have these huge conversations and run a successful business and probably know when to be professional and when not to be, crazy when you're you have millions of dollars on the table why don't you know not to talk about your daughter in this manner in a in any sexual type of tone right and that's the thing too it's like even celebrities that do not have mental illness or that we don't know about they have publicists they don't post for themselves 
You know, if you know this is an issue for you, why do you still have the password for all your socials? Why is that something that you maintain personally? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I think that like he, again, his personality, maybe just from what we see, who do you think he's going to give the right to post for him on social media for? He doesn't trust Mm -hmm. anybody. He He thinks he is God. Like he is the number one alpha male, like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he can't have anyone posting for him so I can't even see him giving his publicist the rights to do that but I agree he clearly needs some intervention here and to get off of this social media because let's just say this president running for president nonsense let's just say even that was the case you can't be on social media saying the things you're saying Yeah, you yeah. look stupid Yeah. And it's an effort to split the vote. And I think that even if that's not something that he understands, that's something that we need to understand because it's a very critical election this year. And, you know, we're not a political (laughs) podcast, but you need to understand that all the things that Kanye is doing, if you did not see that Candace Owen was um, tweeting on his behalf when he was locked out or in Twitter jail or whatever you call it of Twitter, this is very politically motivated trying to split the vote. If you think you're going to vote for Kanye as a joke, like just understand that that's something that was definitely strategically planned for you to feel and think that way and write him in where, where it's when the states that it's allowed. And in some states he actually made the ballot. So you really need to think about that because this stuff that he might be falling prey to, or he might be a party to it himself. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But because the thing is, too, is like he talks about, you know, in his tweets about being so independent, like he wants to be his he's not he's like doesn't want to be a slave or whatever. Like you are the biggest pawn right now. Yeah, the biggest. You look so stupid. You're like if (laughs) your mom is rolling over, like I would be embarrassed. Like I cringe when I see him on TV, like crying, acting a fool, like again, Then, then, then the second side of it is like, okay, wait, is he sick, right? Like, because then I feel bad because yeah. I'm like, this doesn't seem normal. But then you have these lucid moments where some of the things you're saying makes sense. So it's just very, very hard to navigate. And I just couldn't also imagine being in a relationship with him. You know, like you were saying, he always brings up North, which is odd to me too. Like, you have two other kids. He's always yeah. bringing up North in his tweets. And if I was Kim, again, you love your husband, you're ride or die. You knew that he was different when you married him. That's another part of the appeal of him, right? The, the genius, this allure of like, he does what he wants and he's a man, like he does whatever he wants. But my point is, is like, how much can she take, right? Like, yeah, this is your daughter. What if she's, North is confiding in her, like really upset or being bullied at school. She's a celebrity. This is not a normal nine-year-old. Yeah, these are the richest people in the world. Like, she's not a normal nine year old, she's got her publicist exactly. Like, at what point does she say, I have all these other businesses going on? Like, I'm a mother of four and I am doing it on my own because you are in Wyoming trying to be a presidential candidate for an election where you basically missed the ballot in the majority of states. Like, and also, too, like, I just feel like it just it just seems so like two polar opposites. Like Kim, you know, as much as everybody wants to talk bad about her, she is doing what she's doing to to help with criminal um, reform, right? 
police yeah. um in the in the jails. So like she's doing what she's doing. You know, use your platform and get these people out of jail that are in jail for twenty years for weed. Thank you. I love that. Mm-hmm. Just seems so odd lined up with your husband. Y'all could be taking over the world, doing something really good. Why is he over here acting a fool when you're really doing real work? And that's the thing, like nothing against Kim, but that's what happens. Like when you think about marrying somebody and you think about being a person of substance or whatever, and you really have to put yourself on the same plane as somebody, you don't even have a helpmate to help you with the kids and the regular stuff that comes along with being a husband and father, much less somebody who can support you. She's still in law school. Mm-hmm. And now she's helping to get um, see murder out of prison. That's her like next crusade, as well as well as other people that you know they probably don't post about or talk about yeah. as much, like you know that are in jail for those um, minor drug offenses, like you were saying. But it just goes to show you that when you love someone that has mental illness, like you're really signing up for being a caretaker as well as a spouse. You're Especially right. When that person on top of being bipolar has a God complex where they feel like they can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And they're powerful, right? Like not even that. It's like, we know he's not God, but he has so much power in the industry, obviously just in culture and pop culture wise, anywhere he goes. So that just feeds into that. And I think also feeds into the bipolar. It's like a horrible recipe. It's a recipe for disaster. Like it's (laughs) yep, it really is. It's recipe for disaster. And like segueing into one of the other subtopics, you know, the music industry. Lately, he's been talking about exploitation and he's been talking about creators really owning their masters and owning their music and really making something off of these hit records that they're putting out there. Mm And it's just, you know, it's ironic to me because Kanye does have a music label. To my knowledge, that music label, Good Music, is still alive and kicking. And he was signing people to standard contracts where he would own their masters. Yeah, I mean, it all sounds very hypocritical to me. And just for our listeners, if you're not too, like, savvy into how the music world is, it's like a lot of the musicians you see don't own their music. Like... They'll, I don't know the intricacies of it, but like they pretty much are just owning it surface level, right? They get paid up front for, for it, but they're not getting paid out as how they really deserve. And right. that's really where the wealth is, right? They're getting paid out. These, these companies, Atlantic, Universal, they're getting paid well on it and the artist is suffering and, it's, and they're doing the work, right? So what he's mm-hmm. saying is that, of course, we should be, they should own their music and be paid accordingly. But if you own a record label and aren't doing that for your artists, what you're tweeting makes sense, but you're not living or walking the walk, like be an example, right? So it just doesn't make sense at all. And on top of it, it's like, again, this goes back to my other point. That makes total sense what you're saying. You have, you're having a lucid okay moment. And then 20 minutes later, you're talking yep. about something about telling North, like, if if they take if they take you if I die let them know that, like <laughs> say let them know that right. I love you like what are you talking about because I was just agreeing with you ten seconds ago <laughs> and it's it's crazy because like people that are in contracts with him are claiming that they only made you know minimum wage for the year about thirty five to forty thousand dollars in a contract with Kanye West so it just really goes to show you it's like wait what are you saying and 
you know, Mace came forward and he's like, but you told me that I lost all the money that I lost in the record industry and in the music business because I quit at the height of my fame to follow God. Now you're claiming to be a religious leader and that you have a church. So it's just like the things that come out of his mouth, like some of them make sense, but a lot of them are are really there to kind of just it's just whatever he wants to say in the moment whatever he feels like saying in the moment yeah whatever and, serves his purpose at that time he's gonna say he's not gonna remember what he said and that's a really good yeah. example like you know you were definitely talking about mace and look at you now chilling with joel olstein right and pretending to walk on water like i can't even get into the whole like um Mm-hmm. Well, however you say it about that like that just dealing with things that are religious is is a very slippery slope to a lot of people that and was weird right that was so weird ashley I, and I had his kids weird his about kids it, but it were also weird. taking part like why are your kids why are you bringing your kids into this yeah so like uh, okay again for our listeners maybe Shara, you can explain it better but because i wasn't again i'm not a kanye fan i don't follow kanye i just look at what's on the shade room and i see his little random troll stuff pop up but apparently he did something last weekend with joel olstein and they're standing on some water trying to pretend like they're god and it it, it was just like a weird like vibe yeah it, it wasn't was even, it, yeah it wasn't beautiful right? to me it was a weird vibe it was a weird vibe like apparently they had put so actually a little inside tea the church that they were doing all this stuff at is on a beautiful property, all this land, and it has a lake. And it's actually my cousin's home church. Shout out to you, Tyler. Oh. And yeah, she actually went to service that day because, you know, Georgia is open now and um, things are different out there. But anyways, um, she went to church that day. And then when she was going out to eat after church, she saw that Kanye and Joe Olstein literally pulled up to the property once you know, the regular parishioners were gone and stuff and they had their Sunday service. Okay. But, um, yeah, the lake was, they put risers in the lake, like sunk the risers in the lakes for the choir to actually stand there because they were going to shoot some type of, you know, video that he usually does while they're singing and stuff. So it was kind of there for the choir, but because it was set up and it looked so cool, you know, him and Joel and apparently his children went out onto these risers and from a distance, like the shots were showing, it looks like they were walking on water. But again, I just, I feel like this whole thing, you know, is very, very slippery when you talk about like trying to recreate the miracles, miracles of Peter. Like, I don't like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? I think also too, we have a sour taste in our mouth because it's Kanye. If it was anyone else, like it would be okay, but it's Kanye. So I personally just every time I see him do anything that's like related to God, I get a little, yeah. <laughs> I turn a little side eye because I just, I don't trust him. And sometimes I just don't feel like it's genuine. And I don't know. It, it's just no, tough. And then, yeah. And no, it's a family affair. I get it. Like, you know, my family, we all go to church together too, but it just feels like it's a political thing. It's PR. You got Joel involved now because obviously he's a huge. <laughs> vehicle for christianity in the u.s right let's be real you know have him back you use his network use his platform as well so it just seems so calculated but i guess if you are trying to be a mega church like owner like a joel that's what you gotta do so but i'm not here for it and i'm not supporting it so 
Yeah, I, I really can't either. Because I feel it comes down to accountability. If you really want to get something across, then get back on your meds. Start seeing a therapist. Like, take care of yourself. If you feel like you have something that you need to share with the world, then take care of yourself and get healthy and share it in the appropriate ways. Yeah, I completely agree. I pray that, like, you know, one day he does, like, you know, come to and starts really taking his meds. But also, too, like, do we know 100% he's not on his meds? That's what I was saying. How do we know this isn't just his own personality? He just might have a bad personality. Yeah, well, like, you know, that's, and that's true. We don't know. We really don't know. That's what I'm but saying. So, like, that's why part of me is like, you know. Though, like, you need to get that publicist in check because if this is how you feel like you can behave as someone who owns multiple companies, you know, and is like the public face for your Yeezy brand and all this stuff, like, do you really want to work so hard to let all this stuff fall by the wayside? Because if you're showing that you're unstable and you can't handle this kind of responsibility, like, have you heard anything about the gap deal lately? Yeah, well, that's, that's a really good point. Like, you know, people have lost deals, but I don't know if it's because he like has a lot of ownership in it, but I would assume like, you know, I wouldn't really want to be associated with Kanye because now he's being political and he's religious and like he's saying crazy stuff and i don't want that associated with my brands i don't really know if if that's really affecting any of his business um ventures but i don't know but i haven't it's funny i haven't heard about it in a while and it's funny because they were pushing that for it to be for like kids to go back to school i mean well kids aren't going back to school so that could have something to do with it but yeah maybe I don't know a lot on that, but I do think it is interesting because even when he, you know, when he was doing his tour and he was really going off the handle then, people were still buying Yeezys. I mean, even when he says his crazy stuff, I think people are still buying his fashion. For some reason, they don't put two and two together or maybe people aren't as outraged as we think. I think people just give him a pass, right? And that's, it kind of like ties everything back to our title like he really does kind of have a blank check i feel like all of these factors just feed into him and i don't know if he's probably he probably just will never change i don't see how yeah but it just worries me because you know if this is kind of his thought process and like when he goes off he goes all the way off and if it's not an act or if it's not like his plan to do this and behave this way i just worry about like safety and you know what that will mean for Kim and the kids and like the rest of his family if something you know god forbid were to happen to him it's just it's not okay to just go off in an episode and I know as a creative you feel so empowered and you feel like you're on top of the world and that everything you're taking is stifling your creativity but at the same time it's like it might be stifling your creativity but it's also keeping you alive because if you can't connect the dots like you're not going to be able to save yourself should something happen to you yeah and i mean like we saw too like you know he was he sounds suicidal police were coming like things take a turn quickly because you are sick so it's just scary it's very a lot of gray area um, and I pray for his family and those kids, to be honest, because regardless being millionaires or not, that's your dad. And you care about your dad, like, and you don't yeah. want him to be sick, even if they don't even care about what he's tweeting. 
he still is oh daddy's sick daddy's not feeling well so just like having to even navigate that with kids that are not normal must be really difficult so I don't know I, I'm not envious of them at all and I was thinking too I think that's probably why the the um, Kardashians might have been canceled I don't have any inside tea about that Miss Tian no I think you have that <laughs> not not nothing really exclusive but I did hear or read in um, Hollywood Unlocked that before they made the official announcement, Kim had made it very clear she didn't want any of her kids to be filmed at this time, especially where it related to Kanye. And I do, I feel that if I had to make a guess that because so much of the footage would probably deal with this situation with Kanye and, you know, even rumors of like divorce and stuff, like she just doesn't want to have this filmed. And um, I could imagine. I agree. Yeah. And honestly, it's bad for the kids. Like, they're, they don't want to be filmed right now. Like, it's just not a good look to have your family in such a raw moment. And maybe it was Kanye. You never know. Because he has the say to his kids being on TV, too, right? I can yeah. see him saying, I don't want this to happen. You know, he's very rash and makes random decisions. I don't know. He might have just been done with it. Like, so, I know it was a no, huge cash cow for the whole family. So... Oh, don't worry. They're about to get a $150 million streaming deal for all the seasons. So, wow. There, well, there we go. Be without. I cannot. <laughs> well, and you know, that's Chris working that. on that ASAP. Hey, Chris was like, if anything, we're going to come for these dollars. <laughs> yeah, you ain't stopping nothing. <laughs> okay. Kristen, Chris, I say Chris is like the like ultimate boss. No one can ever beat her. She really is. You never, you didn't see her tweeting nothing, and and that's what's funny too. It's like everybody kind of treats Kanye with kid gloves because he was going pretty hard at Chris at one point. Yeah, and, um, you know, talking about her selling Kim sex tape and being some type of form of pimp or whatever she was saying, whatever he was saying about her, and um. You know, she just she kept quiet. She didn't post anything except for, you know, pray for our family or whatever, because Kim's about that money. If some if there's a person in that family who knows about making and getting to the bag, it's Chris. And not even that. She taught them. She knows what she's not stupid. What's she going to do? Mm-hmm. Respond to him on Twitter and going back and forth to make herself pull, pull herself down to his level. She would never even, no. even didn't. Kim didn't either. And he was no. going hard at Kim they're not Uh dumb like they're not dumb they are way too involved with so many different business ventures they can't be just going going wild like that every step they take is calculated and you know that's how they got to where they are and you know I guess with the show being canceled it ain't stopping that back that much so (laughs) it is what it is no, yeah, it's really, it's not stopping much, but, you know, I don't, it, it's just, I don't know, it just makes me feel bad for them as a whole, because whether it's an act or whether it's not, to look on social media and see your husband behaving that way, your son-in-law, whoever he is to you, it couldn't be easy, and, um, you know, they really, even if they were to say something, will people judge them and say, he's sick, he's sick, you know, even if she decides, which is well within her right, because of the way that he's been behaving lately, to get separated, or, you know, walk away from the marriage, like people would judge her. But at the same time, it's like, can you, can you really judge her? You don't know. 
can't you can't unless you know what it's like to love somebody with a mental illness rich poor middle class or not we most people will never have the money that kim has and i understand that some people think that having money like negates them like going through issues right Mm -hmm. and having emotions but like i couldn't imagine being married to someone with bipolar disease yeah i can't imagine having to swallow so much of that she can't say nothing again he's also so powerful he's a celebrity like it's just a lot so Again, like I pray for their family, especially the kids that they're, you know, they're not scarred by this and that he stops. And, you know, we're filming this now and it seems like every other day he puts out another weird tweet. So I guess pretty much I don't think he's going to stop. So stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. I mean, what else what else can you really do except to, you know, give grace to those in your lives that have mental illness? But also kind of be that voice to tell them, listen, there are things that you can do to be healthy and you really need to try. Like you need to try. Oh, at least for your kids. At least, especially if you're a parent or just, you know, for the people that stick in there with you, your parents, your siblings, you know, do it for them. If you won't do it for yourself, like it's, it can be very, very difficult. Um, but honestly, you owe it to yourself to be as healthy as you can because you want to contribute to this world and you don't want people to like you know like we're doing second guess your every motion because they think it could be the illness or whatever it is like you want this for yourself to be as healthy as you can but i guess that's the whole thing right like when you're sick you can't see that so it's just like this kind of (laughs) sad cycle right like you know they don't want to be sick they don't want to be crazy or feeling low when they have those moments but like they don't see that they need to help or they need to course correct or do something different or take their medication or give someone their cell phones. (laughs) Like they don't realize (laughs) at the time, like, Oh, seriously. Amen. Things we can do to help the situation. But again, when you're having an episode or you are mentally ill, it's easier said than done. So yeah. Yeah. And that's, yep. That's a thousand percent. It's easier said than done and not trying to make light of it. Or it's like, dude, just do it. Like, no, believe me, that's not what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. you know, it just becomes a situation where now, you know, it affects more than just you at this point. So you have to recognize that as well. Okay, everyone. So now we've gotten to the part of our podcast where we're going to talk about a social injustice that has happened to a person of color. And today we're going to be talking about Tamir Rice. Tamir was a 12-year-old boy from Cleveland, Ohio, and he was shot by a 26-year-old white police officer while he was holding a replica toy gun. Um, Loman was the officer that shot him, Timothy Loman, and he basically shot him um, as the surveillance video shows immediately after he came on the scene of the incident that was going on. Um, So there was an incident going on. The police were called. um, The police showed up and immediately within seconds started shooting. And that can be, you know, confirmed by the surveillance video. Um, so the 12 year old boy did lose his life that day for playing with a toy gun. Um, 
you know, this happened back in 2014. And since then, the family, the Rice family's lawsuit um, was granted. Um, and the city of Cleveland did pay the family $6 million. Uh, you can still donate to the Tamir Rice Foundation at TamirRiceFoundation.org, where they use those supplies to keep his legacy memory alive and try to do all they can to combat police brutality in urban areas. So please donate if you can. Thank you. So I know it's hard to say goodbye, but this is the end. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.